welcome to the Take 5 podcast. I'm Kayla. And I'm Will. And this week we're going to tackle the top five Disney movies. Um, but before we do that, um, we'd like to give you guys a little bit of a follow-up on our list from last week, which were um, our top five Pixar movies. Yeah, so just to recap... Um... Okay, so for my list, I had, um, so for my number five, it was Inside Out. My number four was Toy Story 2. My number three was Monsters, Inc. My number two is Incredibles, and my number one was Toy Story. And as for me, my number five was Toy Story 3. My number four was Inside Out. My number three was Toy Story 1. My number two was Monsters, Inc., and my number one was The Incredibles. So we posted on our social media sites, and... Well, Kayla did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And so I posted on Twitter and I took a poll and out of everybody that saw it, um, 66% voted for me and 33% voted for Will. So which means I won. Which means Kayla won. So as of this week, the record is one and one to zero. Um, so moving into today, which is a much more broad category to say the least. Yeah, because we, we decided to open it up to... Not only Disney animation, but Disney um, live action as well. Yeah, just any movie with a Disney tag on it. So that can range from animation to live action to straight to DVD to Disney Channel original movies. So, okay, so um, for my list, um, at number five, I had The Jungle Book, the 2016 version. Um, At number four, I had Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, so the first one. Um, at number three, I had an extremely goofy movie. At number two, I had Zootopia. And at number one, I have The Lion King. Okay, so we have completely different lists. <laughs> I <laughs> like, figured. Completely I figured. different lists. Like, we don't have any of the same movies. That's good. That's good. Okay, so Let's for my number it. five, I have Mulan. For my number four, I have Beauty and the Beast. For my number three, I have The Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. For my number two, I have Aladdin. And for my number one, I have The Little Mermaid. Okay. So, when I looked at all of, like, the Disney movies, I don't know. Like, the live actions, they're they're good. But when I just think of Disney movies, like, what I lead to is, like, Disney animation. But that doesn't take away from yours because you have a lot of great movies on there so why don't we start talking let's <laughs> I feel like it does <laughs> well no it doesn't no, I'm just kidding okay so let's start with our number five so why don't we talk about our number five, our number five. yeah so let's start out with yours um the jungle okay so the jungle book okay I'm just gonna say it. I haven't seen it still but okay. I heard it's great I heard it it John Favreau did did an amazing job with because he directed it right mm-hmm. yeah he directed it i heard like from what i've heard i heard the voice acting was great like everything about it was it was a great movie and that's why they're having him go with the um lion king he's directing mm-hmm. like the new Lion and new live animated and anim- new live animated lion king no um yeah i agree i i absolutely I loved what he did with it, and obviously the challenging thing with adapting um, a movie for live action, and we've seen uh, how that can go wrong with the adaptations of Beauty and the Beast, and what else, uh, what did you do, Cinderella? Well, I heard Cinderella was great. I heard from a lot of people that Cinderella was amazing, Okay, but Beauty and the Beast, we'll get to that later. Yeah, I mean, we've seen how that we've seen how that can go wrong, because how do you refresh something that's already been done, and is already loved by a, by a large group of people? So, and I think that um, John Favreau did that great. And I think my favorite part of the entire movie is just the visual effects. Um, everything looks so real and just so beautiful. It looks like. Obviously, you know, you can't film on set with a movie like that because there's so many moving parts with the animals and everything and the CGI. So, like, the next best thing is, like, make the CGI really good. And they did that. And the voice acting, too, um, with uh, 
Who? Oh man, um, it's gonna bother me. Okay, Ben Kingsley. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ben Kingsley is as uh, Baggy Rap was um, awesome. He was the uh, the I think the best. I can't remember if he's the villain, but anyways, that's beside the point. My my favorite part of the entire movie was Bill Murray as as a uh, as Baloo, the bear. Um, like obviously, the the most iconic song is is the Bear Necessities, and and the challenge with that is like, okay, how do you, again, how do you refresh that? And they did it so well because they they didn't it it wasn't like in the old one where they kind of would just break out in a song. It was played into the movie really well, and yeah, and everyone else did an amazing job, and and um. The entire cast just fit their characters so well, and the boy who played Mog- Mowgli, um, Neil Sethi, again, great job by him working with, like, he was probably looking at nothing when doing the CGI shot, so, yeah. Or you could have been, the, like, people, like, you know how they do, like, in uh, Oh, the mocap suits? Yeah. I'm not sure how they did it. I don't, I'm, like, I haven't mm-hmm. seen any behind-the-scenes footage, mm-hmm. but either way, made it seem like he was talking to the characters he was talking to so mm-hmm. but um your number five is Mulan Mulan okay so I I wrestled back and forth with putting two it, it was either Mulan or a different movie which I mean is in my honorable mention so we could talk about that later but um so okay so Mulan came out in 1998 okay so it, it was also during the renaissance period like Disney had their renaissance period which was 1989 to 1999 then it came out with all of the like musicals, um, so like Little Mermaid, Mulan, Aladdin, Hercules, um, uh, Beauty and the Beast. All these movies um, um, is during that time. But um, I think one of the reasons why it's why I chose this over um, the other movie I was going to put on my list was just because I think of the message that it sends to girls probably one of the better ones Mm -hmm. during this time which is that like you're just as strong as a boy and you can fight and just just like taking her problems and her family's problems into her own hands you know what I mean I think it's such a great lesson but but the reason why it's not as high as my list is just because some of the songs I didn't really care for just like the girl worth fighting for that one I really do I mean, the Make a Man Out of You is one of the, like, you can't help but sing along to that. Mm-hmm, every time that you one's it, good. So. Yeah, it's one of the better songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, uh, I've told you this before, you know, is, um, we'll get to it later, but. Yeah. Okay, so, my number fours. Do you want to? Our number fours. So, you did. Okay, but before we get to, like, just listening up top and forth, you have. Three princess movies on yours or two princess movies? I have Mulan, Beauty and the Beast. And is that the live action one or the... No, that's the that original that Aladdin movie. and Little Mermaid. So I have four, four princess movies. <laughs> I have okay. four princess movies. So let's talk about that because I... Um, you know my problem with a lot of the princess movies. For me, they're like... The reason why I put them on my list is just because... Like when I think of... Like I said, when I think of Disney movies, I think of like the animated movies and... These are just kind of, like, classics to me. Like, because when I think of Disney movie, I don't think of, oh, like, Pirates of the Caribbean as a Disney movie. Not that, it is, you know what I mean? It is, obviously, like, there's the ride and everything. But, like, that's just not the first thing that pops up into my head when, you know, there's there's a lot of those kinds of movies. Like, even, like, The Parent Trap is considered a Disney movie and, like, Flubber. They're all Disney movies, but they just don't, I don't think of them as Disney movies. But they're Disney. I know, but I'm just saying, but that's why when I, and even when I went and researched, like, these are movies that I just come back to all the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And so that I, and I was kind of more just focusing on Disney animation, but that still doesn't, I probably would have, wouldn't have changed my list anyways. Yeah. Um, no, I think the four, you, which is Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. Aladdin and a Little Mermaid and mm. are probably the the four that I think are outside of the Little Mermaid. Um, the four the, the four that I think are the best. To like Mulan is 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 good and 
and so is Beauty and the Beast, and so is um, Aladdin. Those would probably have those three, and even even The Little Mermaid too, um, have probably the best uh, the best singing, the best songs, and the like least problematic uh, themes, and because um, obviously a big problem with uh, a movie like Pocahontas <laughs> is is the cultural appropriation. But I mean, obviously, like none of those movies have that issue. Mm-hmm. None of those movies, like none of the Beauty and the Beast, like great movie, and so is um, mm-hmm. Mulan po- and uh, not Pocahontas, uh, Aladdin. Mm-hmm. I think Aladdin um, is you can consider Aladdin a great movie alone, just based off of. Uh, We'll get to all of that when it's time to talk about it. So why don't we talk about our fours? Our fours? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so my four is Pirates of the, Car- of the Caribbean. Of the Caribbean. I'm surprised you put that on your list, to yeah, be honest. It, it's a great movie. I think Pirates of the that's obvious, like the only one out of all of them that I like. It's, like, it's a great ride at Disneyland. It's one of my favorites. And Johnny Depp did a he did a great job right here at like being the pirate because once you get to two, three, four, whatever else, he's very like comedic over the top, like dumb. He was actually smart and witty, and mm-hmm. his character was smart, even though he was like, you know, played a little naive at, at sometimes. He was smart, like that scene where he, um, like gets away in the like beginning. In the very beginning. Yeah, like that scene. That's amazing. Yeah, I. It's a great movie. Yeah. I I do go and watch that one. I, I I the first Pirates is always like, it's obviously like you said the best one, and for that one one of the main reasons being um, Johnny Depp and his performance as Jack Sparrow. Um, yeah, and I, I think I I agree with that so much. Is just how they, just they abused. Um, his character in the later movies where he wasn't he wasn't being like witty or smart he was just being like kooky to be kooky which yeah is, and like that he would fall into the, in, the, in the later ones he just fell into those situations uh-huh, yeah which is like not like that's not what made him so good in the first one and like that becomes a problem but yeah this this first one is I just love it because it's it's like a not a, there's not a lot of good pirate movies and this is probably, like, in my opinion, the best one. And and um, they have a good supporting cast with Keira Knightley Keira and Orlando Knightley Bloom. And Orlando I mean, Bloom. what year did it come out? Do you know? Um, I th- I'm I'm gonna take a guess and say like 2008 or something. No, I don't think so. Two thousand three. Okay, so this was right after um, the Return of the King, Lord of the Rings one. So the last one. So Orlando Bloom was off off the heels of. Oh yeah, he was this way, trilogy. He was way bigger at the time than he is now. Yeah. Obviously, but I mean, outside of the um, outside of the. Um, uh, Johnny Depp's performance, like I, I just love the that whole um, the whole undead pirates thing and mm-hmm. the, how they play with um, that whole like basically the whole zombie thing and the villains in the movies and, and it's so cool um, how they do that. And I think it's under Moonlight when they show like their true form or whatever and they're like dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's just how that whole thing. And I just remember seeing that when I was younger, and I was just thought it was so cool. And like, and the fact that it connected to the, to the Disneyland ride, like you said, it was even cooler because usually movies based off rides, there's not a lot to hope for them or not a lot to expect from them. Um, we'll see with the Jungle Cruise, I guess. That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, but usually they're not that. They're not like. They're not like that good, but this one did it really well, and it added a. It added a lore to a ride that you never really thought needed one. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, farewell to the red lady on the Pirates of the Caribbean. They took her down. This oh, the um, buy a bride or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
They're changing that. It's political correctness for you. Anyways, <laughs> on to my number four, which is Beauty and the Beast. Um, so this came out in 1991. And I think why I really like this movie, besides the like theatricalness of the whole movie in terms of like the songs and and all that, I really love like what kind of person Belle is. She's like a girl and she loves to read and she's kind of like breaking these walls in the town that she lives in. Um, uh, and she like doesn't abandon her father and I, and just how she kind of fights for him by taking his place. Um, also, the me- message like it sends, which is like love people for who they are on the inside instead of what they look like on the outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's also very convenient that he that he fixes his outside. <laughs> I know that yeah. that was another thing that I wrote, like kind of sketch, just like that he is a beast and that she falls in love with him that way. Yeah, I mean... But, I, I mean, I don't know. Oh, oh, overall, like, the Be Our Guest song, it's really classic. And Oh, and the um, the one that they um, dance to is also really um, good, too. I forgot. Oh, like, the Beauty and the Beast song, the, like, original, like, you know what I'm talking about? Mm, yeah. No. Um, which one? The one that they dance to in the ballroom. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't know what the song called. I don't know if it's, it's just called um, Beauty and the Beast or Tales Old as Time. I'm pretty sure it's Beauty and the Beast. I think it's just Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, a class a twist on a age old tale. Um. One that we've seen time and time again. An old woman fall, beauty falls in love with peace. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean they did it well and I wasn't a fan of the live action one. I haven't all. seen it, but I yeah, I, I don't I, I, from what you told me and from what I've read online, it doesn't seem like it did very well. Mm-hmm. But um again, another another princess movie and another another one of my personal like favorites of them mm-hmm. now we're moving on or... yeah do you, anything, yeah do you have anything else to add or... no I don't yeah. think so you're kind of trashing my movies hmm? you're kind of trashing how <laughs> I'm just saying okay tour number three Two are number threes. And this is probably the one that... And probably, like, in most people's like eyes, probably doesn't belong in the top five. But that... No, that's the thing, is that... It's... No, it's, I, it's These lists are subjective. Like, no, I know. We're not I making, know. like, a... No, I know, yeah. I know we're not making, like, a consensus, but, like, I'm just saying, like, the fact that this is on here is... Um, but it means it's a, something it's to strictly, you. It's strictly, like, a me movie is what I'm saying. Yeah, to say. exactly. That... Um, I could say that about not a lot of these, but like the reason why I chose so many different princess movies is because they like not that they resonate with me, but because that's like my childhood. When I think mm-hmm. of like Disney movies, I think of my childhood, and I watch these all the time, and I can still rewatch them like time and time again. Like it, they're just they're just classic to me. But like the the reason why you chose a goofy movie, like it's purely subjective in your list. But tell me. Why did you put it on your list? Um, an extremely goofy movie. Um, is that the one where, like, Max? His name is Max, right? This Max. One? He goes off to college. Yeah. That's okay. That one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's to me that uh, that movie, an extremely goofy movie, is just one that I hold near and dear to my heart, and it's one that just like you like you talk about the princess movies. It's one that just reminds me of when I was a kid, and. Um, yeah, but I just think that that coming of age story, it's like, oh, you know, it's been done time and time again. And, and, um, and this one's done with, you know, Max and uh, Max and his dad, Goofy. And I just, I just love that whole dynamic between them. I thought it was hilarious. And I think that 
the way that their relationship develops um, throughout the movie is it's very heartwarming and it's very telling of um, how a lot of people's, you know, relationships with their dads do do and, and, you know, drifting apart from their parents as they get older um, or wanting to drift apart from their parents as they get older, but then realizing like you need them, you know, you need them no matter how old you get. And yeah, I just, I just love this movie to pieces and um, it's one of those movies again that I could just watch time and time again. Um, and um, the name of the, what's the name of the, uh, the uh, it's like love interest. Oh, her name. Um... It's the girl with the Roxanne, right? Roxanne, yeah. Um, this isn't the one where he brings home the girl, right? No, no, no. This is no. That's the, that's, I think a, that's that's the uh, one after another it. goofy movie. Okay, yeah, this one, Roxanne. Yes, I remember. Um, she has the blue shirt, the green shirt, the red hair. Oh wait, no. Yeah, no, no, no. That's a goofy movie. Roxanne's in a goofy movie. Yeah. So I'm thinking about the girl with the black hair, right? Yeah. Does he have a love interest? No, okay, that's in... So an extremely goofy movie is the second one, and a goofy movie is the first one. Is a goofy movie the one I meant know? to put a goofy movie on here. Shows how much you really love this movie. I love them both. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, this is the one. Okay, yeah. This is the one where he, he does like BMX. Or he does like skating. Yeah, he and it's an extremely goofy movie, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the one. Yeah, okay. I mix them up. Do you want to start over? Huh? Do you want to start over? Because it's a goofy movie. Mm-hmm. Not an extremely goofy movie. So your number three is... So my number three... Um, so that means I'm cutting out all of like what we talked about, like why we put the princess movies on. Because you said no. my three is an extremely goofy movie. And then you start talking about... I'll correct myself. So my three is not... That was my mistake. An extremely goofy movie. It's a goofy movie. Um, no, it's it, okay. It's okay. We'll just cut it all out. It's just it. You start from the beginning. So, so my, like how you said another, like the next one I put on my list. So the next one I put on my list isn't probably like um, a common, doesn't probably come up on a lot of people's lists, but um, it's one that I will near and dear to my heart, kind of like how you do with the princess movies. Um, and that's um, a goofy movie. Not... Um, Excuse me, because in the beginning I said an extremely goofy movie, but that's the second one. But yeah, a goofy movie. Um, uh, again, just one of those movies that a lot of people probably um, have a lot of nostalgic feelings about, but me too. Just in the in that coming of age story, and um, with uh, Max and his dad, and Max and Goofy, and uh, you know. He's uh, getting older. He's reaching adolescence, and he thinks he doesn't need his dad. So, you know, Goofy takes him on a trip, and sure enough, he eventually finds out that he does need a dad, and he loves him, and that no matter how old he gets, he's going to need him. Um, and, um, yeah, just a lot of, like, just a, a great movie overall, and a lot of, one of my favorite movies, is, I mean, one of my favorite um, moments is, uh, what's the name of the, um, the, uh, music act? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, like the musical sequence kind of that they go through? Yeah. Powerline is... The name of the guy, Powerline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just that whole music uh, scene and and the scene where um they meet Bigfoot and 
Um, that whole dynamic with Roxanne and, and Max, again, like, just um, so funny to watch and, you know, young love and all that stuff. But, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just one of those movies that it's on here mainly for nostalgia purposes. But, I mean, yeah, I would I would go to war for this movie and, and defend it. Yeah, I, I've watched it maybe a couple of times. Maybe a handful. I probably should, I could probably count the number of times that I watched it. Mm-hmm. And it like, it's a good like, I it's a good kids movie. You know, I just I don't resonate with it the way you do. But I understand why you do. I mean, it's it's goofy. You're really goofy like that. Also, like it just it just fit, not like not like them, but it just fits your personality. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Um... Yeah, and I mean, obviously, like, you see, like, a lot of Maxes and a lot of Goofy's insecurities come to the forefront, and see them, seeing them work it out and all that stuff, so, yeah, just a great, like, a, that's the reason why it's on here, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for number, my number three, I put The Nightmare Before Christmas, mm-hmm. so this is one of my, like, all-time favorite movies in general. And I was surprised to find out because I wanted to make sure it was a Disney movie. So, little background information. Mm-hmm. So, when Nightmare Before Christmas was released, so Tim Burton required the rights to it and, or, like, wanted to produce it. And it was going to be, like, a five-minute short, but then he ended up doing something else. So, he, like, left it to, like, a really good friend that he knew, which is, like, a director, you know. He ended up directing it. I don't know his name. But Disney still was going to release it because at the time, it came out in um, 1993, like, they were doing their renaissance period, so they were doing really light movies, nothing was, you know, dark. Mm -hmm. They thought that it would be too scary for children, so they released it under their Touchstone branch. But then once it became, like, a cult classic and everybody loved it, they re-released it under their, um, like, Disney brand. And that's why in, like, 2000, they started doing the... Mansion themed I remember for Christmas mm-hmm. um, yeah so <sighs> I love this movie I don't know I love the I love I'm a sucker for a good stop motion movie like those are amazing to me and I absolutely love the sequence of like or the song sequence in the beginning I mean and I just love Jack as a character I just love how he wants to like that he's going through this rut and he's going through he's kind of like down in the dumps because it's like Halloween all the time and he's kind of just like there's like what is kind of like my purpose or what is our purpose and like he wants to find like uh, like he's the how do I say that he knows that there's more out there and he wants to find it basically Mm -hmm. or that he wants more out of his life and that's when he discovers the like different um like doors and he ends up going into like the christmas area and he's like in love with santa claus and in love and that whole like what's this that whole sequence the song that's amazing and i think it's just like funny i think it's just a funny movie and i think um Sally, I think her little plotline is, it's kind of sad, but it's also really funny how, like, she's kind of like a Frankenstein, you know-esque mm. person, and, like, her controller, like, the guy, he's kind of just always wanting to keep her in, but she's always, like, finding tricky ways out, and it's just really funny. I don't know. I love the movie as a whole. I love the singing. I love the villain. I love just... I just love it. And it's something that I watch constantly. It's, like, throughout the year, but it's especially in the October through December period. I watch it, like, all the time. And it just... It's such a great movie. To me. No, yeah. I, I think it's definitely one of the... One, I, um, one of the more iconic um, Halloween and, and Christmas movies because mm-hmm. you just play it either one. Um... And not just that, but it's just an overall, like, great movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, even without the whole theme of Halloween and, and Christmas, it just tells a great story of, like you said, someone in a rut, someone that loses meaning, feels like they're losing meaning in their life and finds it in, in his case, um, Christmas. 
Yeah. I mean, you can't, like, when they decorate Haunted Mansion in Nightmare Before Christmas theme, it's, it's the, like, have you ever, during, in the line, because I know when we go, we usually get fast passes, so we're always, like, zooming in, but, like, have you ever paid attention to the detail that they put in just the line area and every, oh, I don't know, it's amazing. It's one of my favorites, too. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I love it um, when it's like that. And I love the regular ride, too, but obviously when it's like that, it holds a little extra yeah. um, worth. <laughs> Specialness. Special, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas is, is cool. It's awesome. Man. And uh, if um, like on, if we were going to do honorable mentions, that's one of the ones I had on there. Yeah, it's um, it even just made me want. I like, I like yearned to know what the other like areas held. Like, I just like wanted to. I wish we could explore that, but I mean, it's amazing that we don't I'm because just, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm just happy we never did. Because, yeah, because I don't want to take away from the movie, but like, it's just good to like think about. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that movie does not need a sequel. But yeah, of course, and that's and that's the cool thing is like, um, sometimes like the best thing to do is not give you the answers sometimes mm-hmm. you get the answers and it's like oh wow that's it mm-hmm. so yeah okay so your number two our number two or my number two is yeah. zootopia which is I very recent knew you were gonna put that movie on your list i love zootopia i love zootopia too i, I think zootopia is i think zootopia is besides my number one is disney animations like like just their uh, best, like their best uh, movie they've they've made. There, yeah. I mean, it's just I I just I think what made me fall in love with Zootopia is how um, how they managed to address like so many dense and like deep social like socio political issues um, into a kids movie, like into a mo- into a movie that has no business telling like. Giving shedding light on those themes, the themes of inequality, the themes of perception, like the themes of racism. You could even argue racism mm-hmm. is, is is like it's awesome. a very smart movie. It's, it's super a smart. very smart movie. It's a great movie. I think the reason why I don't have it on my list is I cheat. I'm cheating again, like I did last time. I knew it was going to be in your top. I know how much you love the movie. And I knew none of these were going to be mm-hmm. in yours. Yeah. And I wanted to shed light on some of the other ones. But also, one, it, it is recent. But I don't think that takes away from the fact why it's not on my list. I just think I don't have a emotional attachment to it that I do these other movies. And I think that for watchability, like, I just think I don't go to, back to it as often as I do these other movies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just think sometimes, like... I know most of these are on Netflix, and so when I go to Netflix, I'm like, hmm, what do I want to watch? Zootopia's on there too, right? Yeah, that's why, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, like, I don't always go for Zootopia. Mm-hmm. But um, overall, it's Jason Bateman, who plays yeah, the, fox, the fox, and Jennifer Goodwin. Mm-hmm. Okay, one, I love Jason Bateman. I think he's hilarious, and his dry humor is spot on. Jennifer Goodwin, I fell in love with her because she's on the show... Once Upon a Time and she plays Snow White and I think the, the her chemistry with her husband which he plays Prince Charming and they're in, married in real life mm-hmm. I think just made me fall in love with them more because I'm just a sucker for like couples who Hollywood couples who are together in real life and they play whatever that's beside the point she's amazing too mm-hmm. and she's just a great mother overall and I love who she is outside of her acting career and so when I found out that she was going to play um Judy Hopps and just watching her that was amazing and then like I said Jason Bateman he's fantastic he's one of my all-time favorite actors ever and he's so funny and he just puts like his voice is just spot on for the fox the fox yeah which is yeah it's so it's so true and the voice acting perfect um the themes yeah themes are amazing like the way that they just slid them into uh, a children's movie like you said that doesn't have any business being in a children's movie yeah, those, but the fact that they're in there mm-hmm. is why it's so high on the list because kids do need to understand that it's something that they're not something taught that, yeah. it's something that needs to be in, ingrained into them at an early age it's just that idea of equality that idea of 
no one's better than anyone. No one deserves to be looked at any different than anyone when mm-hmm. they don't deserve it. And it's like, um, yeah, I mean, I was just left when we walked out of the movie theater. I was left in awe of like what I had like just seen and and how smart it was. Like, and yeah, and and it, it not only was it smart, but it was funny too. It was it was hilarious, hilarious. funny, so, so funny. Many laughs and 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 I think that's the best kind of of um of a smart movie is a smart movie that that makes you laugh too because i mean it's one thing to just be you know super conscious and uh, which like off topic but i think that's like the problem with with crash that movie oh. crash <laughs> is, is it tries too hard to be preachy and and zootopia doesn't have that movie i but, mean that problem sorry that problem um where you you it's the thing is like you, you can't tell that it's trying it just feels organic. Like it's, all yeah, it's just so embedded inside of the movie. Exactly. Film. All those messages just slowly start to present themselves with, first with Judy when she's not looked at like equally with the rest of her officers. Because Which she's, are all, because she's a wo- woman, yeah. A woman and a, and a rabbit. Well, you know. But yeah, obviously the implication is because she's a woman, which mm-hmm. again, awesome. And then it flips because then Judy's looking differently at, at the fox or, um, Oh, that scene where she's like, when it's like, it's in our, um, like biology. Um, yeah. And he's not, and he's not like trying to eat her or anything oh, like so that. So sad. So sad. And it's, but it's such a beautiful moment. What about the twist? Because, huh? What about the twist? Let's talk about the twist. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's the twist? Where it's, it's not the mayor. It's um, her, his secretary. Oh, that's right. That it's, it's her, and she's the one that's doing all these things, and she's doing it because she's like tired of feeling like looked down upon, and that's tired. Right? Of- okay, I remember now. Okay. Come on, step it up. This is your movie. It is my movie, and I forgot. Just the fact that she feels her, she's played by John Raphael's sister um, from Parks and Rec. You know, it's a but. Um, I forgot her name. She dated Chris Evans. I know that. And they broke. Jenny Slater. That's her name. Um, she um, She's really great, too. She's funny. But the fact that she was so tired of being looked down upon that she kind of wanted to take matters into her own hands for the little people, you know, and then, which is obviously, like, not right, trying to fight fire with fire. But a great message. But it's the great way that they portray it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you were not expecting. I wasn't expecting. No, that. we weren't. And and um, it just shows. It just shows how again it, it rally it brings home that point of, of Judy's misconceptions and her preconceived notions of people, um, where she was like pinning pinning the predators to be like the ones behind all this. But in reality, it's someone just like her. Yeah. Which, yeah, awesome, again. Um, I mean, I don't know what else can be said. Like, I love I love Zootopia, and um, I hope Disney Animation continues to pump out movies like this. And, and they continue to bring home messages like this, because I think that's important, especially in, in kids' movies, too. I mean, kids' movies, I know we don't give kids a lot of credit, but, I mean, they can process a lot. I think they process this and they retain mm-hmm. a lot like that's something that i've been talking about in my media class is that we we look at all the ways that you know minorities are being stereotyped and in all types of minorities and it all a lot of them starts in little kids movies and the fact that they take they take this with them you know is that i this is how you know things are seen and that's what they perceive and so yeah it's good that they're starting to um, change these ideas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, awesome, yeah. But um, let's talk about your number two. So my number two is Aladdin. Aladdin. So I think alone, I think the reason why it's my number two, because I, I went back and forth of like, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas is my number two because I love that one so much. But I think what sells me on Aladdin is... Robin Williams' voice as the genie. Oh, yeah. I think that, like, I couldn't put something else besides The Little Mermaid above it. Untouchable. Because of Robin Williams' voice. And that's what I'm really nervous about with the new live-action Aladdin that they're going to do, which it's Will Smith. Oh, Will Smith. Will Smith is doing the genie, I think, yeah. I think it's been confirmed. But just, you know, how are they going to... Do that? How are they going to make it 
different, which is what I'm scared about because Robin Williams is so iconic, so classic. The genie, it's so funny. That whole scene where he's introduced, the, the whole... With the... Oh, my gosh. Robin Williams voice acting. Robin Williams' voice acting um, in The Genie. Um, yeah, I mean, one of the better, one of the best voice acting performances ever in a movie. One of the, one of the best voice acting performances ever in a movie and holds up today. And I mean, we'll see how Will Smith does, but I really doubt that it'll be anywhere near as good as what he did with it. So, I mean... And as for the love story, too, um, one of the better ones as well, I think the message behind it is a very positive one. The whole idea of, like, how he tries to win her over with the, uh, with his money and his wealth when he wishes for it. And then, you know, he obviously realizes that it's all... It's not how it works. It's not what she wants. It's not what she it's wants, not what exactly. She either. Exactly. Yeah. Again, very... Just a very um, well-rounded movie with a with a good message behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of cultural appropriation, but we won't mm-hmm. go there. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I decided to leave that say, part just, out. Say, uh, yeah. Just say it's probably not what the Middle East is like. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Did you hear that whole theory about how like it's in the future and stuff like that? No, I didn't. Or it's like a dystopian future, whatever. But yeah. Anyways, on to our number one. On to our number ones. This. So my number one. Um, kind of predicted this. Um, kind of predicted this the day we came up with this idea. But my number one is The Lion King. So. One of my favorite animated movies, ever. Um, in my opinion, um, the movie has um, probably the thing that I love about The Lion King the most is it has, in my opinion, the best the best music of any Disney movie. Um, I disagree. I know, but I, uh, just, I think that it it has it just has my favorite songs from any Disney movie. Like I I like Akuna Matata. Um, I can't wait to be king. Um, da, 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 da. Can you feel the love tonight? Can you feel the love tonight? Don't you remember your own songs? Um, Scar song, which I can't remember the name of, but again, really good. Um, I just think, you know, it's Hamlet. Is what it is. It is Hamlet, it but is Hamlet. I mean, you could say that about any Disney movie. <laughs> Didn't live up to Hamlet. What? It didn't. It didn't what? It didn't live up to Hamlet. Hamlet's a Shakespearean tragedy. It, it they they tried. No, I know, but like that's not what they were trying. Like they they obviously they 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 drew the plot from Hamlet, but it's not told like Hamlet is told. I don't think or it's a bad movie. Everyone doesn't die. I don't like, think it's a bad movie. I think. Like I just, like 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 I said, I don't think it's a bad movie, and I. I don't resonate with it as much as a lot of people do and again i'm probably in the minority like i've told you before i saw it at a time i didn't see it at a time when i saw these movies which i know is kind of crazy because it is one of the staples of the disney animated movies oh a circle of life oh yeah a circle of life yeah (laughs) and um i just i saw it in high school i think for the first time like, I think full through, I'd seen bits and pieces of it all my life, but I think in, like, when I saw it as an entirety, I saw it in high school, so it just didn't resonate with me the way that it did with everybody else when they watched it at their, in their childhood. When I think back to, like, the scenes, all I can really ever think about is, like, the beginning of the circle of life, you know, his dad dying, spoiler alert, I mean, um, and, you know, the Hakuna Matata song, I just... I don't think it's a bad movie, and it's just not one of something that I have this like emotional connection to. Also, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just think it's it just tells one of um, 
one of the better stories that Disney, I think Disney Animation has told. Um, again, like not that it's completely original, but none of them are. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just um, and, and and again the voice acting like James Earl Jones as Mufasa, like mm-hmm. you can't forget that that voice and Timon and Pumbaa. Um, uh, just super funny like comedic relief. In, in, the, in the new live action that they're going to be played by Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen that works I can see that yeah um, which again like I don't think like I don't I, I really am not a fan of this whole live action me it, retelling their it's just classics I don't I don't like I don't know I don't like either. like I'm still going to go watch it but like well, I'm, I mean, still, I'm still gonna give them money, but like everybody is. When you have Beyonce as Nala and then Childish Gambino as Simba, Simba, they're gonna rake in the cash which, with that casting. Which, like, I mean, like, I think, like, everyone, James Earl Jones is coming back for. Yeah, he's coming back as Mufasa, which is like awesome. Like, I think that was like the one that you needed to land. Um, same thing with like why when they got him for Vader, like you mm-hmm. had to get him in order to do that movie. But, yeah, I mean, I love it. Um, one of my favorite movies. One of my favorite animated movies ever. And, like, yeah, in my opinion, Disney Animation's, like, best movie. Um, freaking Elton John, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> did some of the music on there. Like, like some of the, he composed some of the composed Yeah, composed mm-hmm. some of the music. Like, how can you go wrong with that? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like the end with like I just think that whole <clears throat> the whole revenge thing is so perfect too um, and how you know he has to go figure himself out before he comes back and takes the throne because he wasn't ready he was a kid and <clears throat> and um, Scar is a villain too like great villain super sinister um, do you understand his motive yeah, you understand his motive again. Like his brother is just loved way more than he is, straight up. Like it's a Thor and Loki situation. Yeah, Thor and Loki situation. I mean, you know, we've seen it before, but like, you know, never gets old. Um, and so yeah, just you know, overall, in my opinion, like awesome movie, and I can't say enough about it. So, well, it's good to your number one though. So my number one is Little Mermaid, which. I mean, my whole life, I feel like, is littered with Little Mermaid here and there. It's one of my favorites. It's my favorite. She's my favorite Disney princess, and it's my favorite Disney movie, too. I, don't get me wrong, I understand the message is not one of the best, (laughs) but... That movie just resonated, not resonated with me as a child, but I just, I fell in love with the idea of being a mermaid and being a princess, and I just, I love The Little Mermaid. I, this movie is actually one of the movies that kicked off the Renaissance period since mm-hmm. it came out in 1989. Um, it also is one of my, I know it's like a weird thing, side note, but it's one of my favorite movies to watch when I'm like super sick. I love to just lay down and watch Little Mermaid. I don't know. I I always just have like time. I could just think back to the times when I've like been really sick. It really sick, and I just love to watch the movie. Also, um, Pat Carroll's voice as Ursula is amazing. I think she is an amazing villain in just her presence and voice alone. She, I think Pat does a amazing job with that. And the songs, the songs to me, just like how your Lion King songs are iconic to you, I feel like the Little Mermaid songs are iconic to me. Part of Your World, Under the Sea, um, Kiss the Girl, they're just some of my favorite of the Disney movies. And I understand, I'm not going to fight anybody on the message, I understand its flaws, but I accept them just because I love... I love the whole, and I think just the idea of, like, I know as a girl, a lot of us have gone through the 
loving somebody and or thinking that they love somebody and or even just liking somebody and their parents are approving or you know that whole idea is just something that a lot of you know especially girls can relate to but I don't know I just I just really love the movie but I understand your dislike for it I I I'm okay with it, but to me, to me, it's just one that I just have probably the most emotional, mm-hmm. you know, attachment yeah. to. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, I, I, I've known that, you know, since, yeah. ever since we started, like, you know, dating, but, and, I mean, it's not, like, an awful movie, like, it's not, it's, it's, it's a good movie, it's just again has a very flawed message that was probably okay for its time but like it hasn't aged the message itself totally. hasn't aged too well and that's okay i mean a lot of them a lot of i think in my opinion disney animation hasn't gotten it's like okay you're like this is okay and this isn't okay together until like recently mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah yeah i mean I, I, like overall though like it doesn't surprise me that that's your number one. And, like, if anything else would have been, like, it would have, like, surprised me, so. And I did. I wrestled a lot with the where to put this on my list because of, like, because of the message. I don't know. I just, like, I understand. It's a flawed message. It is, okay. yeah. And I and and that's why I was like, oh, you know, where do I put it? But every time I kept rearranging my list, that one always was, like, I it was always my number one. And I was just like... I know why this is my number one. I love this movie so much. I just... And I think her name's Jody. She does the voice of um, Ariel. And it's just crazy because her voice like still sounds like that. But um, I think she just does a great job as Ariel also. Just... And, like, I just... I just can't get over the songs. The songs are amazing to me. And they just... Well, the songs are very good. Um... That's one thing that I can't take away from it is the music is is very good. So, but yeah, um, that's my those are my top five. That's my list of Disney movies. And that's mine. I mean, so we're gonna do the same thing again. We're gonna post a uh, a poll on social media with our respective lists, and then you guys can, I mean, whoever follows us on and whoever listens to this can decide, you know, which one of us had the better one. So. So yeah, um, let's talk about our honorable mentions. Oh, honorable mentions. Okay. Um, so I have I have a couple again. I have a, I have quite a bit. Um, I, have, I have two, I think. There's some that I wanted to give love to because um, so some of the ones that I have on my list are some that I love that I know don't get a lot of love. But there's also some that are really great movies that if we were doing top tens, I would have obviously included these in my top ten. But so obviously Zootopia is one of them. I love, I do, I really do love that movie, and I love Zootopia's message. But we talked about that. But um, another one that didn't put on my list that I was wrestling with my number five with Mulan was Hercules. I love Hercules, and the songs are iconic there too. And just the opening sequence of the um, zero to you know is, is that zero to here right there yeah huh what it's the opening song where um Zootopia Hercules oh Hercules um yeah yeah well, that's that one, the one with the uh, the, the statue the, yeah or, no, the, statue. the ladies yeah that that they that is just an amazing sequence and just the character of Meg she's pretty awesome too and pretty you know she kicks butt and. The can't say I'm in love. That whole song sequence is amazing too. But another ones on my list are the Great Mouse Detective, which not a lot of people have seen. I understand. Mm-hmm. Still one of my one of my favorites. Um, and then Alice in Wonderland and Princess and the Frog. I know that Princess and the Frog is not mm-hmm. beloved. I really love that movie. I do. I think. I think it can be. It has pacing issues. It does, and it has a Racism problem. Issues. <laughs> <laughs> I love Princess of the Frog, and I think it's a great movie. I think it's beautiful. It's beautiful. 
But anyways, um, at Alice in Wonderland, I can't tell you why, but I love Alice in Wonderland. And I know that a lot of the older movies, I know that there are a lot of people's like favorites and I know that a lot of people don't really care for them because they're older and slower. But for some reason, I just think Alice in Wonderland is so beautiful, especially her time in Wonderland. Um, yeah, Alice in Wonderland visually is one of the... Visually, it's, it's stunning. And I just... Um, I wasn't a fan of the live-action versions. I oh. thought they were not great at all. But they I do... They were awful. I do love... Um, do love the animated ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Um, for me, my honorable mentions, um, one of them was for sure uh, Night Before Christmas, but I, like, I, obviously I won't get too much into that. We already talked mm-hmm. about that. And then another one was um, uh, Peter Pan. Peter Pan, um, I, again, like... Racist. Racism. A little, yeah, obviously the whole uh, Native American. Mm-hmm. Um, but Racism issue. Very, very a lot, a big issue. And mm-hmm. like, that's the thing with these movies, it's like... They don't hold up well. They, they, they really don't, they a lot of them. very, very badly. But, but um, I mean, other th- other than that, um, I, like I, you know, I love the music and I love the uh, that whole idea of going to a place where you never age. You know, as a kid, like that was so cool to me, and um, just that idea of like these kids who you know fight against pirates and I, it, overall, it's just a one of my favorite movies. What I like. Like again, like you said, if it was if it was a top ten, it would be there. But obviously, it's not, so it's not. Um, but other than that, I don't think I, I can't think of anything else that I would say like an honorable mention other than those two. Uh, yeah, Peter Pan for me is one of those that is a little, a little slow for me at times. I just it's not one that I go back to, but I know mm-hmm. that it, it grabs like. The people that do love it, they do love it. And I think oh, why I think I like it also so much um, in the way that I do is because of the ride at Disneyland is also one of my favorites. Oh, too. the ride at Disneyland is awesome. But um, yeah, I remembered another honorable mention, Meet the Robinsons. Oh my gosh, I love Meet the Robinsons. Yes, that was one that I wanted to put on my list that I didn't just because... Um, you know, I have my list ready. But I recently watched Meet the Robinsons quite a bit just because I was on, like, I was watching with my little sister. And um, it is so emotional and so heartbreaking when, you know, his future wife, which he doesn't know, like, tells him, like, no, Louis, you can't adopt you. Or just the fact when he wants to get adopted. It's just so heartbreaking. The movie's so funny, and there are so many funny sequences within that movie. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Like, when he meets everybody, and or, like, the whole, um, oh, just the whole Robbins family, they're so funny, and I just, I love that movie. And then the whole, you know, bowler hat guy, and how it's his roommate from when he was little Boob. and goob yeah just the whole movie that's amazing that was a great honorable mention i can't believe i forget that forgot that yeah um for yeah for me it was like uh it was uh one of the because i like um i saw that one in theaters and i remember it just like it just like sticking with me and i was like that's like first of all it's like time anytime time time travels in the picture like i think of like eight back to the future and like you like you got me okay like like step one complete like i'm invested time travel cool idea like and they handled it really well like um they didn't do they didn't try to do too much with it it wasn't too confusing the time travel aspect of it so yeah and then like you said it was was a lot of funny parts and um him realizing how his passion um for inventing and how he just with any passion really how you can't just give up because you fail a couple times and that whole idea of just being great to a kid because yeah and how far you can get which is pursuing what you love mm-hmm. another cool just another cool concept and overall just like i loved it and if we had a top 10 that would probably be six to be honest um that one or peter pan it would be between those two yeah um, another one that i also wanted to mention real quickly i know you haven't seen but it's wreck it ralph no okay yeah wreck it ralph 
Big Hero 6. I know you haven't seen that one also, mm-hmm. but Big Hero 6 is amazing, and I've only really watched it like twice, but it stuck with me so much, and the movie's so cute, and that's another one of my honorable mentions, which would probably make my top 10 list. And Rick Ralph. Rick Ralph is a really good one, too. I just wanted to show some love to that one, because the second one's coming out, which I'm really excited about. They have a Disney Princess sequence in it. I'm excited about that, too. But, yeah. Big Hero 6 is amazing, and I really love that movie. And uh, just going back to my number one, um, one of the things that I don't think gets talked about enough about that movie is that it gave us uh, Lion King one and a half, which I think is the best like directed 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 DVD like sequel or slash prequel to a movie to an animated movie. Yeah, the only thing I remember about that one is just I always remember seeing the previews to that. Like I forgot. Um... Where and what movie it was in the beginning of, but I just always remember seeing this, you know, Lion King one and a half. Yeah. yeah, Lion King one and a half. One of my favorites. Yeah. Um, so there are lists. There is our honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. And that concludes our um second episode. Second episode. So Alright. So we just want to thank you everybody for taking the time to listen to us and we hope to see you guys next week. <laughs>